Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Let's go together today in our Bibles to Romans, the 15th chapter. Romans chapter 15, it's great to be with you in the house. There is no place like being together with God's people. You know, heaven is going to be incredible because God is there. Heaven's going to be incredible because all the things he's prepared for us. But I tell you, heaven is going to be incredible because all of, all of us as believers, we're going to be there together. And God's presence is going to be there. And I am always so blessed every weekend to be able to be together with you in the house of the Lord. Romans chapter 15 is where we're going to spend our time together this morning. Last week we found, Titus if you help me, that hope is desire accompanied by expectation. When we looked at the definition last week of what hope is, so many people in our world today use the word hope in so many ways. I, I hope everything's going to turn out right. I, I hope that everything's going to be good. I, I hope that pastor gets us out today before I get too hungry and get us to lunch. And I hope all these things are going to happen those are simply desires. I would submit to you today that the only thing that the world can give you is desire. But when we come to know Jesus Christ, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. What that means is when you find Jesus, everything changes. Not only your heart in your life, but how life operates and how we operate in this life. When we come to know Jesus Christ, he offers us desire with expectation. You can't read through the word without finding desire accompanied by expectation. When we are gathered together like this and we're worshiping the Lord together, our hope is desire accompanied by an expectation. Hope reminds us that we are not alone in this life. It reminds us that the difficulties we face in this life are not the end of the story. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Hope sees beyond the present and sees into our future. Hope sees beyond our need and enables us to take hold of the provision. And as, belie as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, hope is one of the greatest blessings that he brings to our lives because I think we could agree together today one of the things we find in the world around us is a sense and a spirit of hopelessness. People are worried about tomorrow, what tomorrow is going to be. There is so much unrest. I, you know, I don't know that there's ever been a time in my life where I felt like there was so much unrest in our world today. Hope is a blessing that he brings for our lives. Last week, that's where we spent our time on hope that will hold you. And I would submit to you today, hope will keep you. Hope will stay with you. When everything else is gone, hope will be there. But I want us to take it a little bit farther. Romans chapter 15 tells us that there are some benefits and some blessings that supernaturally flow into our lives as a result of hope. Romans 15 and verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that you may overflow. Somebody say overflow. You may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, most, uh, uh, many of you today come with the NIV, but I also wanted to share it with, the, with you today from the New Living Translation. It says these words, I pray that God, I like this phrase, the source of all hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. And then you will overflow with confidence. I love how descriptive this passage is. Confident hope. It's not a worried hope. It's not a wondering hope. We're filled with a confident hope through the power 
of the Holy Spirit. The life that Jesus Christ offers us is a life with hope, but as a result of that desire accompanied with expectation in Jesus Christ, we are filled with joy and peace. Joy and peace are a never-ending source that flows from deep within us through our relationship, the fact of knowing him. He is, Romans says, the God of all hope, and my connection with him causes joy and peace to overflow out of our lives. We're always looking for something to overflow into our lives. I would submit to you because of your relationship with Jesus, joy and peace not only overflows into you, it'll overflow out of you. Out of your belly, Jesus said, will flow rivers of living water. Wow. I want to pray right now. I just feel prompted in my spirit to pray right now. Father, I pray for a revelation today. Mm. Lord, I pray that it will not be that we understand with our mind, but I pray there will be a spiritual connection today. I pray, God, we'll understand with our spirits what you're trying to say to us today because you are the God of all hope. And so, Lord, right now in this moment, we just receive, Father, what you have for us today. We receive, we receive today revelation from the Word of God. Thank you, Father, that you're the God of hope, and thank you that you take care of us, and thank you that you are always watching over us. Thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... So be it in Jesus' name. Whoo! Man, I feel the presence of the Lord here today. Wow. You know, it's not just a good time getting together. I believe the Lord is doing something on a spiritual level in our hearts today. Friend, I want to remind you that hope, hope will hold you, listen to these words, through every storm of life. Every storm that faces you, and as a result of that hope, joy and peace will carry you through the difficulties. Joy and peace that Jesus Christ offers is like a cool drink of water on a hot day. It refreshes you. It restores you. It stabilizes you. You know, it doesn't make the heat go away. It just gives you what you need in the midst of the heat. He causes us not just to make it through, but to prosper, to prosper. Somebody say prosper. He causes us to prosper through it. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It's intense to take me out. I may be in the worst storm, but I will fear no evil. It's not because I just made up my mind, but the God of all hope. He is my source. He's my helper. He's my keeper. He's my sustainer. The enemy doesn't have one over. My God always has one over. Woo! Woo! Wow! Aren't you glad you didn't stay home today? Woo! Wow. I want to tell you something today. Joy, joy is an attribute of deity. And the source, I want to make sure I clarify, the source of true peace is divine in nature. It comes from God. It is not of this world. Joy and peace my friend, will be there with you in the darkest of nights. Joy and peace will be with you when the money is gone. Anybody ever had a day when the money was gone? <laughs> Joy and peace will be with you when the Bible says, though we outwardly are wasting away, joy will cause us to be renewed in the inner man. 
day by day by day. Joy will be with you when friends have failed you and families disowned you. Peace will be with you when you're on the mountain and peace will not be scared off when you journey through the valley. True peace will shelter your soul while the world seems to be crumbling around you. When the world is a raging storm around you, joy, joy will bolster your heart. Joy will strengthen your resolve. Joy will give you what it takes to hold on while you're waiting on God to work. I don't know what tomorrow may bring, but I know the one who has my life in the palm of his hand and not one of his promises has ever failed. God has never let me down. I don't know why I've gone through this I don't understand why I'm facing this but I know God's got my best interest in mind and I know he's going to take care of me and he's going to watch over me every single day Whoo, Jesus 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 Oh, friend, you got to understand, joy doesn't just come because I want to feel better or I want to be happier in life. Joy comes. I will tell you this morning, joy is only found in the God of hope. There's no other place. Everything else outside of the God of hope, it's all false. Joy is only found. Look at our, at our text this morning, Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope... Fill you with all joy. He is the God of all hope. He wants to fill you with joy. I want to remind you this morning, He's not just any God, He's your God. He's not just any Father, He's your Father. He's not just concerned about the planets today that are orbiting the sun, but he is passionately and intensely in love with you. He's concerned about your life. He's concerned about your life. He's concerned about every interest that faces you. Today, though the universe is incredible in its majesty and the mountains and the world today are filled with beauty. You are the greatest of all of God's creation. He cares more about you than anything else. He lovingly created you. It's easy when we're going through storms to think my life doesn't have a lot of value. It's easy to think when we're going through the storms there must not be much purpose to me being here. But I would submit to you today that when we come to the realization that our life has purpose, we will find that joy begins to fill our hearts. You see, friends, you and I don't exist for the pleasure of man. That's not our pleasure. That's not our purpose. That's why your purpose should never be to make other people happy. You ever tried to make others happy? You find you, how many, you can find in life that you can make a lot of people, how many know you can't make everybody happy? You've got to go along, everything's good, and then there's that one joker. Right in the middle of the day, out of nowhere, they pop up. Your intent should not be to make the people around you happy. You were not created for their pleasure. The Bible says you and I were created for His good pleasure. We are His handiwork. He is the potter. We are the clay. He is more than you can imagine, my friend. He is more powerful than anything you can comprehend. He is the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He is my personal God. Let me tell you, God wants to be involved in your daily life. 
Psalm 139 reminds us how God lovingly created us. And friend, when you get a fresh revelation of that truth, it causes joy to well up within your heart when you understand I am made for Him. And when you and I get a sense that we were made for Him for His good pleasure, you'll never say again, I'm not good enough. You'll never say, I'll never be enough. My life will never count for anything good. When you understand that I am his and he is mine. When you understand that I was created for his good pleasure. He made me. He developed me. He designed me and said, you're more than enough. Joy comes as we re remember and we realize the fact that we are created by Him, but it also comes, friend, when we understand that He powerfully, and I underscore that word, He powerfully sustains us. Life, life is full of troubles and trials and problems, but when you remember today the one who holds the world in His hand, the fact that He has your back, when you understand that, you can face any mountain. You can walk through any valley. You can come through on the other side with full assurance. Because I know this. If God can do anything. How many of you believe he can do anything today? If God can do anything, he can bring me through. Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. I want to encourage some of you today. You need to get the word of God out. You need to get it out of the written form in your Bible and you need to get it in your heart and in your mind. You need to post it. Put a post-it note on the refrigerator. Put it in the car and when you're going through difficulty and you say I'm never going to make it. Isaiah 41.10, I will not fear because you are with me. I will not be dismayed today for you are my God. You will strengthen me and you'll help me. You'll uphold me with your righteous right hand. When trouble comes and the world is filled with fear because there's nothing else to do. You see, we get afraid of things we can't handle. You know, you ever walk through situations and everybody's afraid and you're like, hey, don't worry about it. I, I got this one. I've been down this road before. I, I, I can handle this one. It's not so fearful, is it? But when you get a situation in your life that is beyond your ability to understand it, to comprehend it, to fix it, to foresee it, when you go to the doctor and the doctor uses all these words, and you have no idea what he's talking about, other than the fact he's not giving you a good report. There's something that wells up inside. So many people I've talked to have been going through life, and they go to the doctor, and the doctor uses the word cancer. And it stuns them. Things that we can't control. You know, the doctor and the doctor says, listen, you've got this issue with your heart and there's not anything we can do about it. Those things stun us. No wonder when that happens, the world is filled with fear. Because all they have is hope that is just desire. But for the child of God, we have hope that is desire that's accompanied by an expectation. What does the expectation say? I am with you. Do not be afraid. I'll be with you in trouble. I'll be with you in the flood. I'll go to the fires with you. I'll keep you. I'll sustain you because I am your God. Do not be dismayed, he said. Do not be dismayed. Titus, we're going to skip on the part two. Not only does the God of hope bring joy. Listen, joy, I, I've shared with you uh, before the years, joy is not happiness. Happiness is temporary. 
joy is not temporary. Happiness comes from the world. Joy only comes from God. There's a big difference. Joy doesn't wear off. Happiness wears off. He offers us joy. And friend, I want to tell you today, he is the God of hope. And the Bible says he will fill you with all joy. But that's not the end of the story. It says he will fill you with all joy and peace. I would submit to you this morning that peace comes from knowing that God is at work. Now, there are many in the world today that will say, you know what, I believe in God. They say, I believe that God created everything and God, if you will, spun the earth into motion and put all the planets in motion and God did that. And then God backed up and sat down on his throne and God just stands back and watches everything as it does. But God doesn't intervene, that he's just a God at a distance. When that kind of revelation comes and we get into difficulties in life, no wonder fear overwhelms us. A lack of peace usually comes from circumstances that we can't control. And when a circumstance has taken place in our life, peace comes, calmness comes, when we know the situation is taken care of. Peace comes into our lives from knowing that the God of hope is at work in your life. He's up to something today in your life. There's never a day you live that God is just God at a distance. He's up to something. He's on the move. He is at work and he's stirring in us. I want to tell you something. God is up to something in our worship here at Lighthouse. Whoo! Man, God has been really doing... Uh, uh, all I know to tell you is the atmosphere has been changing. He's up to something in your life. He's been stirring some of your hearts. He's been stirring some of your minds. The Holy Spirit is working right now, and he's blowing across the coals of fire in your heart, the fire of the Holy Spirit. He's blowing across those coals. God is at work. Can you say that with me? God is at work. Let's say it again. God is at work. As a result of the fact that God is at work, life is not out of control. There is a God who's in control of all things, and that brings peace. My friend, you need to believe that he's at work in your life. And that knowledge that he's at work in your life brings peace to your heart. You see, he is the creator. He's the author of your life and the author of your existence. You are here today on planet earth because your life has purpose in God. Even when you don't see purpose in your life. And I would tell you that when that happens, you begin to see things as mundane. You begin to see things as hopeless, directionless, and lifeless. If you don't see any purpose in your life, you'll just drift through life trying to hold on until the next stop. Last week we talked about a ship that's out in the water. And when the storm is raging, that for that ship, unless it's anchored, that ship is left to the mercy of the winds. I would submit to you today, Though it may seem like your life is like that ship. When you are anchored to the real source, the storm, the storm is at the mercy of the God who's in control of your life. 
while we were in worship this morning, something came to my mind. And uh, Titus, if you will bring up the bridge part of reckless love. No mountain you won't climb up. I want us to look at those words. Now, how many of y'all know situations in life will lie to you? Situations will say, you're going down for the last count. You're never going to make it through this. You're not going to get yourself through this situation. This, others, yes, but this one, you're not coming. There's no shadow. There's no place that's dark. My God, my God can't light up. No mountain that he won't climb up. What? Coming after me. When this revelation comes, it'll bring peace because otherwise you're going to feel like I'm on the mountain all by myself, but there's not a mountain. He's not afraid to climb up to come after you. Go to the next slide, Titus. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie. Oh, the Bible says the enemy, the one who's accusing you, he's the father of all lies. No lie. You won't tear down. Do what? Coming after me. Woo. Woo. When you understand I'm not alone, but I've got one today. He's watching over me. Oh, let me tell you, that'll bring peace in the storm. That'll bring peace in the nighttime. That'll bring peace on the mountain and in the valley. Oh, listen, you can't, you can't buy that. You can't earn it. You can't do it. It comes with the knowledge that my God, the God of all hope, desire accompanied by expectation what's the expectation you're coming after me <laughs> oh Jesus oh, Jesus I just pray for revelation today in our hearts I pray for revelation in our hearts revelation in our hearts revelation in our hearts Mm. He wants to give us peace. Peace comes when you understand the God of hope is watching over your life. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. He's a God that's at work in your life and mine. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop work. Declare it with me. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Say it again. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. He's the God of hope. He's your God. He's your God. He's your God. He's your God. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. 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 
Blessed be her name. Blessed be her name. Jesus. 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 He's the God of hope. Because he's the God of hope, my friend, you can have peace. There's never a moment in your life that's out of control. There's never a moment that's in your life that's out of his sight. There's never a problem in your life that's bigger than his ability to handle. There's not a situation that's just caught up on God and caught him unaware. Jesus. He's the God of hope. Friend, when you get a vision of that fact that he is at work in your life, when things don't go so well during the day, when you understand that he's a God always at work, when happiness gets turned upside down, peace will be right with you. Peace will be your shield. Peace will be your keeper. Peace will be with you. I don't understand the storm, but I don't have to. I have one who knows my storm, and he calls it by name. He's the one who stood in the boat and said, Peace be still. The storm knows his voice. Jesus. Peace comes when you understand the words of Romans 8 in verse 28. And we know. That's a big word right there. It doesn't say, and we've heard. It doesn't say, somebody told us. You say, why do I need to know the word? Right here is your answer. And we know. Now, now there's a difference in hearing information. Have you ever sat as a student in a class and a teacher or a professor put out a truth and it went in here, but there was never any connection? When I was in high school, math was that way. The teacher talk, but it didn't connect in here. You see, I had, I had information, but I didn't know it. Somebody had told me this is how it's going to be, but it didn't come to revelation in my life. When we come to revelation, the Bible says, and we know. We have a revelation. We know. Mm, Jesus. Listen, friends, you got, you've got to receive this. You've got to get this in your spirit. And we know because things are going to crop up. Things are going to happen in your life. That, that, no wonder the world is filled with such fear. And we know that in all things. Think about that. That in all things, how much does that encompass? All things. That means the things yesterday and tomorrow and the things I was expecting and the things I wasn't expecting, the things I thought was good and the things I thought wasn't so good. We know that in all things, all these things, what? We ought to be discouraged and in despair and sad and Y'all ever been that place? That's not a good destination, is it? Been there, visited one time, don't want to go back. We know that in all these things, God, God, what did Romans tell us? His name was the God of what? Hope. We know that God, here's the word, works. So anytime somebody tells you, well, God's just sitting on the throne and he's sitting back, take them to Romans 8, 28. God works, notice this, God's action, God's energy. God works for the good. You can get up in the morning and say, God is going to do good things in me today. Yeah. 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 
You ever had a day and it was maybe Monday morning and you thought that this could be a great day and by the time time five or six o'clock came around, you had a different opinion? I don't know what later today will bring, but I know this, that God is working for the good. Now, 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 does that mean everything's going to make me happy? No. Remember we talked about it's not about happiness. People say, well, God just wants me to be happy. No, he doesn't. He wants you to have joy and peace. He doesn't want you to have something that will wear off. He doesn't want you to have just something that the world can give. He wants you to have something that only he can give you. He is working for the good of who? Those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. He's able to give beauty for ashes he can take nothing and bring something about. That's the kind of God he is. When life takes an unexpected turn, peace rises to the surface and reminds you that no one is in control of your life but God. Man, I just, I cannot get past the fact I believe today needs to be a day of revelation. Man, if you came today and you say, you know what, we just came on Sunday and we're just doing our Sunday routine and, you know, we came to church, we're going to go home, have lunch. Let me tell you, I'm praying today God is going to blow your mind with revelation. We know that in all these things, God works. He works. That's not just past. He works. That's past, present, future. He works for the good of those who love him. How many of y'all today would say, I love him? Would you lift your hand? I love him. Listen, that passage is you. He's talking about you. God is working in all these things. Now, now the truth, I don't know what all y'all's things are. But I know this, in all your things, he's working for the good. The enemy may mean it for harm. God can turn around and use it for good. <laughs> How many know it's got to make the devil mad when he says, oh, watch what I do, and God says, watch what I do. <laughs> the enemy set out against you. God turned it around. You came out a victor and not a victim. You know it had to make the enemy mad. How does that happen? God is at work. Whew. Peace is not dependent on good things or difficult things. If you get the world's basis of peace is dependent on good things happening. Not so with God. Peace is not dependent on good things or difficult things. God is at work. At closer to home, I would tell you that God is at work in you. He is at work in you. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, isn't that a big one right there? <laughs> you ever said the phrase, God, I feel like you're a million miles away? You know what? Even if he was, he stills working. <laughs> Ooh, when it feels like the heavens are as brass. He's still working. When the doctor gave bad words, he's still working. When the bills are in the mailbox and the money's not in the bank, he's still working. When the husband's not husbanding right, when the wife is not wifing right, the kids are making you lose your mind, he's working. 
when everybody at work has gone raving mad, he's still working. God is always at work in your life. My prayer for today, Jesus one day asked Peter, who do people say that I am? He said, well, some say, but what Jesus really wanted to know is who do you say, who do you say that I am? You are the Messiah, he said, the Son of the living God. He said, flesh and blood has not, what, revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. That is my prayer for today. Flesh and blood will not reveal these truths to you, but our Father, the God of all hope, will reveal these truths to your life today. Would you stand with me today? Wow, I, feel, I just feel something different today. Something's different in, in here today. God wants to do something different. Uh, not a regular, uh, regular close. God, I believe you're revealing things to our hearts. I believe this is a divine opportunity right now. This is a divine destiny today. Oh, Holy Father, Holy Father, Holy Father, Holy Father, Holy Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now across this room, Lord, you know. You know what all of the things are. You know the things that cause us to be worryful and afraid. You know the things that cause us to be anxious, you know them all, you know them all, all across the house this morning, would you just lift your hands towards heaven, actually what that's doing, that's like a little child that comes to the, to the mother or father, they're, they're wanting to be acknowledged by them, they're wanting to be picked up by them, and, and that's all we're doing, we're just lifting our hands not as an act, we're lifting our hands by faith to the Heavenly Father today. We're declaring you are our Father. We're declaring this morning that you are our one that takes care of us. You're the one who looks over us. You're the God of all peace. Father, as these hands are lifted in this room, I pray in the name of Jesus for revelation. God, I pray that the Word of God will become living and active right now in this place. I pray the Word of God will become living and active in our hearts right now. God, it will not just be words from a religious book, a religious moment, a religious gathering. The Word of God today is quick and powerful and alive. I pray for revelation from God today. For you are the God of all hope, the God of peace. You are the God of all joy. I pray for revelation today that our joy and our peace is found in you, that peace and joy comes as a result of you, walking with you, knowing you. Oh, God, would you reveal today the truth you're looking over our lives? Would you reveal today that in all these things you are working? You are working. You are working. We're not by ourselves. You're working. We're not alone. You're working. We're not defeated because you're working. We're not going down for the last count because you're working. Lord Jesus, I pray a revelation. God, let it go. God, from just our minds, let it settle in our hearts today so that we can say together, Lord, with the apostle, and we know.
Lord, we don't want to just hear today. We want to know. And so we're praying for revelation today. Holy Spirit, revelation today. Lord, our hands are lifted up, and we're just asking God, fill me with fresh revelation today of your word. Fill me with fresh revelation of your plan and your purpose for me. We thank you that you hear us. We thank you, Jeremiah 33 and 3, call upon me and I will answer you, declares the Lord. We thank you that you've heard us. And I thank you that you are revealing your word to our hearts and lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Even when I don't see it, you're working. You never stop, never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never Say it when you don't feel it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Sing it one more time. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, friend, maybe you've come to this place today, and some of the things that I've talked to you about seem a little foreign because today as you came to this this church, maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Maybe your life has been filled with anything but joy and peace. Maybe you're here today because you've been looking, you're searching for some answers. I can tell you, you came here today because there is an answer. His name is Jesus Christ. He will not, he does not promise, nor will I tell you that he'll promise to take away all troubles. But he does promise this, when you get there, I'll be there with you. I'll walk with you through it. The best thing you and I can do, friend, is to yield our life to him. The, the safest place you can be is in the hands of God. And so today, friend, if you don't know Jesus... I want to invite you today to make him the Lord of your life. I want to invite you today to invite the God of hope to be the Lord of your life. So that you don't have to try to handle it all on your own. You give your life and everything to him. Would you bow your heads one more time today before we leave? Friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ, it's not something that you have to earn or uh, work to accomplish. Today, if you don't know Jesus, what I want to do, I want to lead us in a prayer today. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior and Lord, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer along. We're all going to pray this prayer. But I want to invite you to pray this prayer along with me and just pray it from your heart. You say, I don't know how to do all that. Listen, we're just going to make a simple prayer. And I believe that God today is going to do something incredible in your life. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you want to make him the Lord of your life, would you just pray this along with all of us? Let's pray together, church. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. Lord, I don't have anything that's special or impressive I just have my life so today I give you all that I am and I ask you today to come into my life and to be my Lord my Savior my God of hope 
I give you my life and ask you to take me and make me to be more like you. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your salvation. Today I receive your joy and peace. And I trust you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, there are no special words. The Bible says, he who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to encourage you today, if you're just beginning that relationship with Jesus, I want you to know we're here for you. We believe in you. We believe in God to do the best things for your life. We're trusting that he who began a good work in you will complete it. Father, I pray today you'll bless your word into every heart and life. I speak the word of blessing today over you. I speak joy and peace today into your life by the God of all hope. I pray today that worry and fear will be absent. Joy and peace will be present. I pray on the mountaintop you'll know his peace and joy. I speak in the name of Jesus when you walk in the valley. Joy and peace will be your protector and your guardian. Today I pray your mind, your hearts, and your lives will be filled with joy and peace. I pray today revelation that you will know that in all these things, God is working all things for the good. In the name of Jesus, may his word be fulfilled in our lives and hearts. In Jesus' name, and all the church said together, amen, amen and amen and amen. God bless you today. May his joy always, always be your strength. God bless you.